0: this is the prove yourself right podcast thank you for tuning in to this episode we hope that you find it encouraging motivational and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk for all your prove yourself right needs please follow us on all social media platforms also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias thank you for your time thank you for supporting the prove yourself right podcast enjoy this episode Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right Podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose, and I have my beautiful co-host, Shay here with me. How you doing this Sunday morning, Shay? I'm doing
1: great. Happy Sunday.
0: Happy Sunday. And we are back. Yes, we are. With another message from Pastor Darius of the Change Church. We are appreciative of this message again, this fine Sunday morning, Pastor. We always tuned in Mm -hmm. in hopes, and we already know it's going to be good, but we always say hopes because, hey, we know... You deal with stuff on day-to-days, too, so it, it kind of get hard for you to show up, but you never, never, never let us down. Ever. And we are appreciative of that. Uh, we're hoping that everybody had a great week, and uh, um, y'all getting ready to have another successful week to come. Me and Shana are putting it together, ready to load our bags up and do what we got to do to thrive and be prosperous in this next and upcoming week. And mm-hmm. today gave us our jump start. For sure. We love this unpacking, and today pastor is stalling down on his Stranger Things series. Mm -hmm. So the titling of his sermon this morning was Strange Faith. Strange Faith. And did he tell us about it? And he spoke from the passage of Matthew chapter 8, verse Mm 5. And I'm going to give you our little unpacking. And before we get started, just a little check-in. How you feeling today, babe? I'm all right myself. Um, Had a great weekend together, Mm -hmm. fellowship. Um, Enjoyed the times, got a a new vehicle, so we got some new Mm -hmm. stuff going, so a lot of uh, progressive stuff to take me into a good mindset and to thrive into the next week. How you feeling on this fine Sunday, and what do you feel like up to this point, how you just feeling? I'm
1: feeling good. Honestly, it's not even just the next week, right? Mm. It's a new month. Mm, Like, tomorrow's the beginning of May, you know, the beginning of summer, Mm. uh, the beginning of just more opportunities and God continuing to open doors. So mm. I'm feeling good. I have to say, like, you know, I have my moments and there have been moments during the week that are that were tougher than others. Mm. But overall, I feel like I can say wholeheartedly that my faith hasn't, you know, faltered or I never got too low or so low that I didn't still feel God close by.
0: So, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, girl. Well, that's all a little self check up on ourselves to let y'all know we good. Hope that y'all good. And like mm-hmm. I said, man, whatever you're going through, get through it, pray about it, and just stay positive stay positive and stay confident and encouraged on your day-to-day journey. Mm-hmm. So Pastor spoke of these and his message today, and I'm going to open up with this first statement and we're going to go on and start this great unpacking. So Pastor said this, it takes you being in a situation To develop an understanding for a revelation. And like I say, man, I always come here week after week, and Pastor gives these great unpackings in which we can apply to our lives. For sure. Starting off here, every situation I've been in has really given me a great revelation, and I always unpack my, my life journey, so I'm just gonna start it here. Just all my setbacks, I understand why they pivoted me. Forward, yeah, in a sense. So I know I, I, a setback's meant to kind of regress you, but I feel like my setbacks progress me because within that setback, I learned something that I might have missed totally. when it was relevant in the space and time. Mm-hmm. And having to take that step back to unpack it gave me even better knowledge and understanding of said situation that I might not have even been mature enough to even take to that level at that time and when pastor was talking today a lot of us we get so easily discouraged and I talk about it all the time with Shayna, and just how pastor was saying like today I was full of faith at 12 but now as time passes I'm becoming more discouraged that's me and the reason he gave that statement because on his unpacking today he was telling us that's not faith. When you think you having faith, that's not having faith. Yeah. And that's me. I thought I was having faith, being that person that pastor just described at 12. Ooh, by 12:30 I'm gonna be in there. I'm praying about it. I know he gonna answer. 12. 12:31 uh, hit. Ah, boy, I might like, uh-uh call it off. Uh-uh, we ain't doing it yeah. no more. Hold on. So you done scrapped scrap the whole plan because it didn't happen in? The framework is of what I always call our human mindsets, our Mm -hmm. human time frames. Even though it might be in a realm that we can control. But just because you can control it doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to work out how you see it. And Pastor was just saying how our faith gets basically, we have to reform our faith every time we wither. Mm -hmm. Because now you have to reconstruct that wholehearted, what we call it and what I was calling it because I thought I was doing it the right way. Knowing I'm Regressive, contradictory, and uh, a smaller word, but embrace, it um, embraces everything I'm talking about. Scared. If right. I would, if I really believed in the God I serve, I wouldn't be scared to leave stuff in His hands and knowing that He gonna make them manifest and come to fruition. But my scariness, nah. Let me just, what am I gonna do, really? <laughs> and that's where I had to come to grips. I always thought I had so much presence and power that I knew. Only the Heavenly Father had. But I still put myself in situations where I was like, nah, I can surpass what he could do. And that was just so wrong, John.
1: (laughs) And that's honest. And I like, thank you for sharing that. And I think it's important for, like, you just saying that out loud. I think Mm -hmm. that openness is when the healing really starts, right? And Mm it's when we can say to ourselves, like, I'm really handing it over to God, you know? And I just... I see so much of your growth and hearing you say that and the conversations we've had, I know that I know God is continuously working on you and refining you and just purifying you and helping you with your mind, your mindset and the way that you think of things. Cause I know he's done it with me, yeah. you know? And so that's a real thing. And I think that's the part that I struggle when it comes to even articulating things to people that are closest to me, whether it's you, my few friends that mm-hmm. I love. But even in that, it's like, when I say things to you guys and I'm like, you know, like, have you given it to god mm-hmm. it sounds so simple but i say it because i know through my own walk how hard it is
0: you want to know something crazy before i even let you unpack that even when you tell me that you know where my mind goes when you say have you given it to god what? i was like man yeah it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's, i'm saying it in like a you you think i ain't trying yeah. that like, that's how people come off but yeah it, it ties into what pastor uh spoke of today and the reason i come off with that energy is because of this statement God will not ungift you. The enemy attacks with insecurity and confusion so that you begin to relinquish the power of your gift. So when you ask me, have I taken it to God, and I know what I'm I can control and what I can't control, it's almost like I'm trying to tell you, knowing like uh, it's it's confusing because I took it to him, but the reason I took it to him, and like I told you about that time constraint, Mm -hmm. if it don't happen in my time, I don't think that's the same God that answered my prayers the other Mm -hmm. time, but when you ask me, you ask me with the confidence that I am full of faith, Exactly. but you're not knowing I'm not full of faith, I'm partial, and you asking me this, well, ask him, don't ask me no more, ask him, so (laughs) what I'm trying to get to when we feel like God will ungift us, we, like I said in previous podcasts and what I'm leading up to now, we can't forget the God that saved us in one situation, and not allow him to do the same in this situation and that un- god will not ungift gift you sometimes i felt like ah i had it then but i don't have it now no you always got it because it's me but it was how i saw myself i, I told y'all in previous podcast i didn't see myself in a certain positive light all the time mm-hmm. when i was not in that light of seeing myself positively my mind went x y z everywhere mm-hmm. so what does that do to my faith it doesn't anchor it into anything
1: exactly
0: because now my faith becomes optimistic in what pastor was saying uh and when he was talking about optimism it's like through my processes and interactions i can do things ain't no ain't no god in that so if it wasn't something i seen myself being able to do i had already compartmentalized it it couldn't be done it was it became impossible
1: Mm. and i think that you're hitting on it so clearly right it's like even in the moments where things did pan out Mm -hmm. you know like when we talk about our journey and you share things that you've gone through i always say to you like wow like god really was in every detail of your life and maybe when things are panning out for you being in it living it you felt better about yourself so you thought it was working out right but to me being somebody who's got really strange faith mm-hmm. after after what we heard mm-hmm. i hear you and think damn god's working in this life right you see the difference yeah. it's like i see so clearly how god's never let you miss a step. Mm-hmm. Even when you are sitting in something that feels tough, I'm like, wow, that's that's a beautiful journey. Right. And you've got beautiful people in your life as well. Like, I see your family and I'm like, damn, I'm so fortunate. Mm-hmm. I feel fortunate. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, they've lived things that I get to reap what they've sowed in, yeah. their, in their wisdom, in the way that they love you and love me. Like, I see it so differently. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I think it's like the growth in recognizing that even when things do go, you know, what some would call left, now when those things happen, I I just take it straight to him. And I'm like, you know what, God, we both know I could have maybe, I could have set something up better so this wouldn't have the same impact it would have happened anyways but the impact would be different but what I'll never let anything do or what I'm trying to not let things do is I'm not letting it within my faith in God
0: and that's so deep because it goes back to that second part I talked about the enemy attacks with insecurities and confusion so that you begin to relinquish the power of your gift if I relinquish the power of my gift because I'm in confusion and I'm insecure about what I'm doing you suffer because you connected to me Mm -hmm. and I I destruct other good things. And like I said, I go and make other situations bad because of how I feel about myself. 100%. And that's what you're saying. If I can surpass feelings and emotions and just consistently endure, process, and keep my positivity, the situation will gross different results, different outcomes.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: you are way more mature with your faith which helps you surpass that stuff. And I felt like I wasn't even getting the leeway, and Pastor said it like this today: "Many are called, few are chosen." Come on. God doesn't grace you with the same leeway as others because your purpose requires a higher accountability. 100%. So, what I was about to branch off into and pivot into, then you get leeway on things. I'd be like, "Man, God, I didn't even get that." <laughs> she messed up sometimes too, but when it comes to a wholehearted person, God, is like, but yeah, you always messing up. And, I, and this is just my interpretation, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Stay calm. But God is saying to some of us, you always slipping up. She or them, certain people that are grossing other things, and you'll be like, Oh man, that's that was graceful for you. They've earned those graceful mm-hmm. moments because they don't always relish in grace. Mm-hmm. Grace is something that God should be able to show you. And in times in which you need it. Not something that you should come to always hey God, you know I need a little grace. No. Cause now you're now you're using it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. And when God said um, when pastor started talking about that, I looked at my own life. Like I wanted God to intervene only in those situations that I knew I had messed up something bad, and I knew I did it on purpose. Yeah. I wanted him to be a um erase all. Hey God, yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> let nobody find out about that one. But that's not faith. Mm-hmm. And that's not belief in a God that you say you want to gross you things and you want to serve wholeheartedly. 100%. Cause if you want him to go out there and let you do wrong and fix your wrongdoings, that's that's um what we call it? Enabling? Yeah. He enabling you. That ain't the God. that God ain't a God. A, that ain't a God that I want to serve. I don't want an enabling God because that means if somebody want me dead, he should he should kill me off, right? And You wanna do what they say too. So that's why I say we serve a God of choice and that's why I've been taught that we serve a God of choice because he's not going to do X, Y, Z because we say. You have to walk a certain walk to cultivate those type things through a blessing manifestation response. And God knows when you wholehearted and he knows when you're not. So going back to my understanding, I was like, God, why don't I get the same leeway that everybody else get? He was like, because the way I'm trying to put you at on your purpose track, if I give you leeway with that, you're going to teach wrong. Yeah you're gonna preach mm-hmm. wrong you're gonna show up uncharacteristically wrong mm-hmm. because you're like oh I can get away with it but it wasn't something that I want you to ever think you can get away with I want you to know nah do the right thing Rosé nah endure that be right in this situation don't take it don't be manipulative because you know you can manipulate it and that's what some of us don't understand that we do You have so much power that you can use that power for the right, but you can also use that power for the wrong because it's your choice. But remember, whatever you reap, you also sow.
1: And I think you hit on something so important when you talk about, you know, cultivating and it's our choice. Like we each and every single one of us have to build a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And that's going to look different to each and every single one of us, right? We're all different and there's different things that we each bring to the table. And so you know, my friends would say, you never call him when something's going on. And I was like, honestly, it's because I take it to God first. Like, that's really what it is. And if not, it's probably my parents. And if no, maybe my so. parents are not, you know, me talking to you, babe, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I'll probably want to call Brianna. Like, there's just other... And it's no disrespect. I have great people in my corner. It's just, I know the difference. And it is the maturity. And I know what I need to hear. And I know that the... What's going to give me ease is knowing that God's got me. Mm-hmm. Right? So bringing it to him before anything else quickly allows me to pivot to a place of continuing to move forward and not setting me back, getting lost in my thoughts and the devil, you know, playing with playing with me and playing with my mental.
0: Man. And I'm going to let you pick it back up on this because I know this statement going to get you to add on what you were speaking on there. Pastor said this in his sermon today and I just picked up on it. I want to hear your response to this statement. Your faith doesn't just determine when you'll get what is what it is you need it also determines how you get what you need so let me say it again Mm -hmm. your faith doesn't just determine when you'll get what you need it also determines how you get what you need
1: and i think that's critical and it's such an important statement because it's it's about our limiting beliefs right like i once really thought god couldn't do things in certain realms Mm. and listening to pastor and reading the bible more and being really intentional about the podcast like listening to joyce reading joyce just everything that i'm consuming and wanting his word to be embedded in every part of my life Mm. being more intentional with that has allowed those limitations to break off now i know god can and will do amazing things in my life and it's not going to look like Every other person. And it's not going to look like the people around me. And I have to be comfortable with it being what Pastor said is strange. Mm -hmm. You know, and I have to be comfortable with maybe being the only person in the room with strange faith. Because if I want God to do the things that I know that He's going to, it's just not going to look common. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what Pastor talked about. And it's also when Pastor said, faith is acting like God is telling the truth about everything all the time. Even Mm -hmm. when I'm unsure, Mm -hmm. that's the piece that allows me to keep going. Mm -hmm. That's the part that when even days are hard and I might be doing something that seems weird, like now we gotta go back into the office, for instance, and I've been talking to you about, okay, I wanna wake up at five, do some cardio at the gym, and then go. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it and you're like, that just seems like a lot to do, Mm -hmm. which I don't disagree and it might seem strange, but what I'm aware of is the fact that I don't wanna go to that office and if I have to start my day doing something that feels like it's gonna give me the extra push, to get through that day, then I gotta do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, I already start my day praying. I already start my day reading the word. So I know that I might need a little bit more. And so it's finding the things to get through the tough times. And it's empowering myself to say, okay, God gives me the choice to, you know, explore that avenue and explore that avenue and to pour into myself and to pour into him so what am I going to do with the days that I got? Mm. What am I going to do with the hours? What am I going to do with the bit that I can't control? Because most of it I can't. Yeah. And that's the walking in faith and having having faith. And that's the difference. And Pastor says having what seems like strange faith is critical. And it really does make a difference in, my, in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like I think of all we've been through, the things that have been possible. You know, like the things that would have been, it's a no for, for anybody else has been a yes for us.
0: right and beyond that. I'm gonna let you pick it right back up. The no's that turned into yeses that we couldn't have t- we couldn't fathom to you how that instance, place, realm, space, person, entity, everybody turned into a no when they blatantly told us. Uh, what turned into a yes when mm-hmm. they blatantly told us no.
1: You know, like that's not by accident. That's God,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Like God maximizing a pandemic not only for our relationship but for our our development when it came to degrees and. Mm. Just setting us up, the the establishment of the podcast, it's not by accident. You can choose to think of it being lucky or coincidence, but I'm always going to know that that's God.
0: And you are so on point. I appreciate that breakdown, babe. And I just want to piggyback on this thing that you said before I lose thought. Where you said your friends ask you, you don't never come to us on your tough times. When I was speaking of your faith doesn't just determine when you'll get what it is you need it also determines how you get it the reason you get yours in the how respect because god said you bring your stuff to me wholeheartedly now let me unpack that for y'all when I told y'all I was doing it wholeheartedly, what did Shayna just tell us? She didn't do go to her friends. So she prayed, left it in God's hands, then sent it to X Y Z, all all her homegirls. Me, I'm gonna send it to God. Then I'm gonna go talk about it with somebody else. And God, <laughs> and God was like, "Why can't I just?
1: Why not
0: enough? Be in it? Ooh, 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 go back. Why he ain't what, babe? Why is he not enough? I just didn't know why I had to go tell mm-hmm. uh, Mo and them." Because mowing them, they, they gonna give me an understanding too. But you just ask God to give you understanding. So you'll take a little bit of Mo understanding and a little bit of God's. It don't work like that. And I was just wondering why my life just couldn't get on track. And I said, God, I asked you. And God was like, no. You asked me and you went and did a, a, a trial and error. You went and took a little bit of your friend's advice and then you came and took a little bit of my advice. But I am a soul entity type person. And you either all in with me or you all out with me. And if you don't understand it, it's not that you that I'm not giving you something. You don't have the maturity level to understand how to use the Heavenly Father you have.
1: Oof, and that is what it is. I'm all in. And I say we talk about it all the time. And I say to you, Baby, you're gonna have to have the right faith because I am it's all I got. Great. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I and it's and it's just thinking about how God's worked in our lives too. Like we were supposed to go to visit his family in Alabama for Christmas two years, and we weren't able to go, and I was crushed, mm-hmm. crushed and devastated. But then God made an opportunity for us to go for Thanksgiving. And when I say it was as if we had never missed a beat, it was like God like putting my faith in that experience and his timing. It was so much more than I thought
0: it was gonna be. If you give God the chance, He'll give you all the fulfillment that you could have, but that you that you always tell yourself has been lost. You know, He will give you that fulfillment back tenfold on that too. He ain't gonna just give it to you how it was gonna it was gonna show up in that space and time that you was in. When you finally get it and it's reincarnated, it's gonna come back ooh so much more abundantly, so
1: much more abundantly, and that was. God just beginning to really show us, you know, and, and show me and just remind me that he really, he's got us, he's yeah. got me. He's putting the right things in our path and we just have to be willing to use it and and know that it comes from him.
0: Right, and we're gonna get ready to throttle down, but Go we're gonna say some good stuff, but I wanna get into the, like I always say, the meat and potatoes of what Pastor was saying. And this is probably some of the most impactful, moving things he talked about and um i want to talk about this one babe he said optimism mm. it's thinking that through my processes and interactions things will work out and then he said this is faith faith is the belief belief that god will help me to and through all things one more time faith is the belief that god will help me to and through all things, mm-hmm. faith is acting like God is telling the truth always, and I know you All know, the time. you touched on it, babe, but I want to elaborate on it. No, for sure. I'm optimistic, faithful, and I ain't even gonna give y'all time to break that down. I mean, I ain't got real faith, <laughs> and I uh, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm giving the break now. When I say I ain't got real faith, I'm talking about in my process. I'm working mm-hmm. to become more. Faithful, cause like mm-hmm. I said, I'm a realist. When I said, when I talk about myself, I, I come on this platform. I'm before I ask y'all to be transparent. I'm transparent. I know I ain't got the wholehearted faith as I should, but I know every day of the week up till Sundays, and then back around to a Sunday again, I'm working mm-hmm. on it. Oh, so God. I know now in my life and space and places I'm in now, God ain't judging me. God wants me to keep working, cause He knows. Okay, well you want it. Don't you ain't the one that pray about it and sit still? You're praying about it and then doing the process to bring it into fruition. God honors that, and that is wholeheartedness. So, when I say I do have wholehearted faith, I do. I ain't telling y'all I'm always right with it, but one thing I know is I'm always doing the work for it, and God honors that. He loves that. So,
1: yeah,
0: going back into it, I was real optimistic about a lot of stuff calling it. I'm wholehearted, faithful. But then I, I bump into a Shayna and then my grandmama. Mm. Real wholehearted people will show you that your heart might be a little mm, half and half. <laughs> and I ain't talking about the coffee creamer. <laughs> hey, when you bump into real wholehearted people, they will <laughs> show you <laughs> that you so are different. a half and half mm-hmm. type of person. Mm-hmm. You, the Neapolitan ice cream, you got chocolate right here, vanilla right here, strawberry on the other side ain't none of that whole anything. It ain't all vanilla. It ain't all stuff. So, yeah, yeah, y'all get where I'm going. (laughs) But, hey, to tie it in, and I'm going to let you have it, but I got to tie in to how we got there through Pastor. Mm -hmm. Pastor gave this unpacking. He went to a conference, and he was talking about this man that was preaching at the time. Mm -hmm. And he said, his faith was a revelation of how much I was lacking in my own. Mm -hmm. Seeing him fully vested in his faith, I realized that I had been burdened by my own misfortunes and I was allowing those thoughts to overshadow my belief. Oof. Y'all can run that back and and listen to it again. I ain't going to say it again because I got to give this breakdown. That was me. Until I found a shame in my life. I thought I was all good because in my space, I'm good. Until I bump into somebody else that's good and then you do a comparison of goods, and somebody else that ain't, your good ain't bad, but your good can take a little work. Yeah. Yo, good could um use a little upgrade and a little um more understanding, a little bit more elaboration. Cause you got you on the right track. Mm-hmm. You just uh, you don't, you don't got all the detailing. So allow me mm-hmm. to give you mm-hmm. that that you don't have. Mm-hmm. But we have to be what open to that. Mm-hmm. Once I became open to Shayna, stop hiding behind this shield. Tough guy, cool guy, no. Be vulnerable. Let her see the real you. Because that's cool. You know why? Because that that takes. Uh, a, a little bit of gump that everybody don't got. Everybody ain't got the gump to be vulnerable, even with a person that they love. Mm. <laughs> it's people that still that's grown right now that shy and stand office to their mom and daddy that raised them. Why you why you shy to us? We should we should see the real you, but uh, I don't really want nobody to see the real me. That's where you gotta kind of tap in because that statement when Pastor said that i seen that in my own life. I was like, no, I'm good. Lord, I've been praying. You done helped me all this far. But I was so, I was getting partial of all my blessings. I, I really wasn't getting my full fulfillment in my blessings because I was shorting them with my simplistic, uh, regressive mindset. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't see it until I saw a shanger. And I was like, how are you getting all this? And I know you just had a bad day the other day, but man, gave it two days and you was back on your feet. I've been down on my... Look at my knees. Look at them. <laughs> they bleed, and I've been crawling my whole life. How'd you stay up? Then I realized, okay, let me pick up a little bit what she's putting down with her process. Let me see if I try some wholehearted faith and leaving in God's hands. What it do for me? A lot of us ain't willing to... Nah, let me say this. A lot of us are willing to look at other people, mimic other people, but never get to the bare roots of how people become those people. Yeah, Listen to what I just said, y'all. We cool with mimicking... Acting like, uh, what's the new age words? Capping mm-hmm. like everybody else. But when it comes down to doing real work to to gross what they want. When, it, when Kobe said he shot 100 shots, can you shoot 101? Oh, but you want to be Kobe though. But you don't want to go in there and shoot 101 shots by yourself. Come on, y'all. That's where we are becoming unfulfilled. And that's where we will stay unfulfilled. You know why? Because we serve a God of choice, what I just told you. He ain't going to give you grace that's going to pivot you into a position that you're not prepared for. He just won't. I know I just hit y'all. I hit y'all with a gem, rewinding it and catch it again. God won't show you grace that will pivot you into a position that you're not prepared for because he's not that type of God. doesn't have anything to do with you. has all to do with him because he's like, why would I ever let you think it's easy knowing that life ain't easy? But a lot of us got it easy and we was like, "No, oh God, it's supposed to be like this. Privilege. We thought we was privileged. Mm-hmm. You can't give me easy at eight years old, but give me hard times at 15. Why not? Because you should have built, because he don't never put you in a situation that you ain't prepared for. You should have been prepared and learning uh, to utilize the tools that you need to get in that adverse situation. Even though adverse situations had showed up in your life. God is telling you, it ain't because pastor said today it wasn't meant for this space right now it's meant for that space down the road but if you downplay it now when it hits you in the face you ain't gonna be ready it's gonna shock you and it's gonna knock you off track because you was like privileged mindset ah i know it could but not me no if you know it could prepare yourself a lot of us know it's the storm is coming won't get prepared no i don't need no umbrellas just rain okay Blow your house away. <laughs> Blow everything you work for away. God told you, anchor it down. Noah in the ark, build that ark, Noah. No, drown. Everybody dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm being real, though, because God is like, I'm sending y'all warnings. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The severity of it is based on you. Noah, the ark held up. It probably took some damage, but I, I bet it was better than the, no ark at all. I bet you Noah is more happy that it was at least a baby boat. Give me something to stay afloat. Don't just do nothing because God will show you what nothing will get you. A whole lot of something. Mm. But it ain't going to be something you want.
1: That's real. And I think, you know, just closing it up and and what I took from all of it too was just you got to believe God uniquely. And it's just not going to look and be the same as everybody else. And when I think of, you know, you say the mimicking and the capping and all that, it really does take figuring out what your relationship with God looks like and figuring out the things that you need to do to feel like you can show up. Not just uh, like praying to him and seeking him and looking for him, but taking it a step further and saying, okay, Lord, this makes me feel good. So God's going to say, do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, And whatever that looks like, building your structure, one that helps you thrive, and really feeling God in every element of it in every element of your life.
0: We appreciate y'all tuning in. Before y'all go, though, I want to give y'all these four... Uh, types of faith that pastor talked about today and we'll leave y'all and let y'all ponder on that so the first one was sour faith Mm -hmm. and how pastor identified sour faith was belief that the things that have happened to me unfavorably are because I'm not in the favor of God so my faith is lacking because of my own undeserving mindset Yeah. Now, Pastor gave another breakdown, but y'all go to his sermon and you'll get mm-hmm. it from Pastor, but from what he said, I articulated it for myself like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the reason I told y'all I was an optic, I had optic faith, because sometimes I had sour faith, where everything that had happened to me made me look at God like, man, don't, don't give me that today. Yeah, All this you gonna burn me with, don't give me that today, but why? Mm-hmm. You The same man you gonna come to good, bad, or different, but today I'm, I'm fed up, Lord. Give me a second with you. No. That, God ain't the one you can do that with. You can do that with your best friends, mama, dad. You can do it with any humanistic, round person. You don't do that with your Heavenly Father because he never judges you, and that's why I know where my setbacks came from. I uh, projected judgment on a Heavenly Father that didn't judge me, and I acted on those projections. Don't talk to me like, hey, Lord, not today. I acted on it. Once you start acting on it like that, hey, my would tell me, God take his hand off me. So with sour faith, make sure you have developed the maturity to shake out of that because it's not real. Mm-hmm. And God never told you you weren't going to go through things. He just said have enough gump to endure the process and make it through things. Exactly. <laughs> you want to say anything about sour faith, baby?
1: I just think sour faith is, uh, you know, it's when we lack maturity and growth, right? And it's, it's natural that it might happen. I think life happens, and it's it's hard for us to, you know, not necessarily live based on some things that have taken taken that have taken place in the past. Excuse me. So it's human of us, but I think that's a part of believing in a limitless God. Our past doesn't dictate what God can do.
0: Right. The second one was saving faith which pastor broke it down and I articulated it as this. Belief that God can get me to heaven but can't bring me peace on earth. <laughs> pastor, listen. Don't talk to me like that boy. you are baby quiet. Mm-hmm. But that was me. I told y'all on the other podcast, Jonathan Rose ain't deserving of none of that, Lord. Kill me off. Why? Whoa. Hold on, boy. You, you want him to take you out? I didn't feel worthy and graceful for nothing. But it was only because of my high expectation of myself. Not that I wasn't deserving. My expectation was so high, I couldn't even reach it. So, if I can't reach my own expectation, I'm definitely not meeting the expectations of the people around me. I'm definitely probably not meeting the expectation of the people connected to me. And I've already blocked myself from ever seeing myself anything or in any such space as God sees me. Mm-hmm. So how do I pull on anything? With all that regressive, self-negative talk, you can't. So it's saving faith. I feel like, oh, God, the least you, you can do is kill me off and let me live up in heaven. Don't talk like that. What God really can do is show you that you can be all you want to be on earth. Surpassing the heaven, you're going to get there by showing me that you know you deserve to be here. Because God didn't put us none of us here by accident. So for you to tell God, take me out now, God's like, so you don't want to serve your purpose there? You don't want to be, you don't want to be purposeful? I thought that was what you oh, so I was suffering because I felt like God was gonna see me to heaven, but everything in between he wasn't a part of. That's false. Stop, take that um unrealistic mindset out of your framework, and you'll become better and you will be able to surpass. Situations and circumstances. You got anything to say about saving faith, baby? No, nothing
1: to add on the saving faith.
0: The third one was safe faith. And how I articulated that one was belief in the things I know can be accomplished, Mm -hmm. but doubtful about things uncontrollable. Mm -hmm. Basically, bottom line, what that is, I told y'all, there's some things that we can't control. We got to have our faith got to be intact and we got to believe in our Heavenly Father to do miracles and bring those things out of our control into fruition. Mm -hmm. But you can't fake that. Well, I told y'all, you can't fake wholeheartedness. So that's what Pastor said with this safe faith. Some of us have safe faith. If it's something I can touch or I know somebody else can intervene in that has the same abilities as me, ooh, it can be done. Mm -hmm. My homie can go make that money, give me money back and I can have money. Or I can go find me a job and I can have money. But Anything higher up, I got to hope that somebody mind change. I ain't got mind changing powers, but God does. But I don't believe that's really possible because it ain't really real in a tangible sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where your faith at? All right, now. It's so that's why they call it safe faith. Because mm-hmm. it's safe as long as it's something that I can do with my limbs and my uh, human abilities. But it don't seem functional and practical when well, you telling me I got to I gotta believe in a higher power to get it done, <clears throat> I can't control that part. I can't intervene in that. That's where you need to let go. Do the opposite. Let go and see what you gain from it. Instead of holding on, thinking that you're going to be able to make something happen that is out of your uh, abilities. Anything you want to say about safe faith, bud?
1: It's just, Pastor also added that, you know, it's a way to protect ourselves from disappointment. Ooh. And, and like you said, you got to let go and let God.
0: Let go and let God. And the final one, y'all, you got to have strange faith. Mm-hmm. Belief that God can do godly things to believe in God uniquely. And all that is, y'all, is having faith. To the, I ain't going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I ain't going to give y'all no big unpacking. If you got faith, believe in the, in the Heavenly Father and walk your walk. And don't you look back. And don't you flinch. Learn that from this Beautiful woman beside me. I learned it from the beautiful woman that raised me, my mama and the one that raised her, my grandma, and the woman that raised my daddy, Katrina. I've seen it. I've seen faith in this works. I see faith in this works every single day now that I'm I'm woke. But beyond all of that, I just gotta understand, Jonathan, he done did it for you. Continue to keep that mindset. regardless of being a human. I know my mind is going to be wishy-washy every day, Mm -hmm. but I know I also can control my mindset by basically saying, help me, Lord. Be with me, Lord. Mm -mm, Not today, Lord. (laughs) Take the wheel, Lord. Hey, you can counteract stuff. Don't underestimate the power of your words. My day can be going horrible. Lord, please take this burden off my back. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I leave it. And guess what? Unconsciously, it, it's popped out of my mind like it never existed. You know why? Because that's how fast God reacts for you. Mm-hmm. Whether you we know it or not, it, it, I can't touch that. But you relieved, ain't you? That was him. Stop thinking, oh, well, time did it. No. Oh, time got you and all that other stuff. This right here was a miracle from the Father in which you grossed through your faithfulness. So, without further ado, that was a great unpacking. Thank you, Pastor Darius. Thank you to Change Church for another message and y'all just go unpack and please go listen to Pastor Darius' message and we hope that this was very insightful and impactful for you. And like every day, you don't have to prove anything to anyone but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. God bless. Have a nice day.